And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I'm Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I want to thank you for joining me today. There's no denying we're in tough economic times. We're in a recession, inflation at its highest level in over 40 years, interest rates, highest level in two decades, energy costs, housing costs, food costs, everything is up, up, up. On top of that, as real estate owners and investors, we're dealing with extreme tax increases, extreme insurance rates. Those continue to trend up. Mortgage applications, I was just looking this morning, they are at their lowest levels than they were during the bottom of the 2008-2010 crisis. They're lower than that, which that is kind of a forebearer of activity for home buying. So if mortgage applications are down, you know that there are fewer buyers, not that fewer people would love to get a house or love to upgrade or downgrade or, or whatever it is that people want to do during typical standard stable times but right now people are just sitting out they're like time out I'll take a break we can wait a year we can wait two years uh, we are not going to be moving buying houses changing now does that mean that real estate investing does not work in tough economic conditions no in fact nothing could be further from the truth real estate remains by far the best vehicle to create wealth and passive income good times and bad times I see no end in sight our wealth grows throughout all four cycles of the economy in fact I'll ask you a hypothetical question and I think you'll get my point what would you rather have right now one million dollars in cash flowing real estate or $1 million in the stock market. And insert whatever number works for you. Maybe that's 50,000, maybe it's 100, whatever it is that you would be investing or what you have in your quote unquote retirement funds. Maybe it's 5 million. But where would you rather have it right now? Cash flowing real estate or the stock market? My point is, unless you don't have a clear understanding of what we do as real estate investors, 100% of you would rather have your money in cash flowing real estate right now. The stock market is quirky. It's unpredictable. It's up, it's down. Now, when the stock market's on a run and all anyone knows is stock market, stock market, stock market, and it's doing well, I think that answer may be skewed a bit. But again, anyone choosing Wall Street or the markets over real estate still doesn't really have a clear understanding of what we do. People think they do. But they really don't until you you dig into it and I'm not going to go into those reasons that's not today's show that's a show for a different day but my point what I want you to take home is that we make money in good economies and we make money in bad economies however there are adjustments there are things you need to pay attention to during these tough 
times during a recession. Don't get me wrong. Real estate is very forgiving as a whole. It's very forgiving. But it's these times that we're in right now and that we will see for the near term going forward that a wrong move here, a miscalculation there, and an over, uh, let's say, an over-enthusiastic move, any of those things compounded could paint you into a financial corner, so to speak, a diff difficult situation. I don't want that to happen to you. I came up with seven strategies that I'm going to share or seven items to pay attention to during these economic challenges. Um, if you pay attention and follow these strategies and understand these strategies, you should be just fine. And number one on that list is now is the time to be patient. Don't make any hasty moves. Don't fall for the fear of, of missing out. The worst thing you can do right now is jump into an investment and it's based on maybe yesterday's metrics or even today's metrics. And we get down the road another three months, four months, six months, the deterioration of the market continues to crumble uh, the economy constricts further. You find out you overpaid for an asset uh, that six months from now you could have bought something very similar uh, in a much better cash flowing situation or a much better equity capture situation or at a much better price. So don't get caught into this, I got to go, 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 go. You need to be much more strategic. And that's whether you're buying or selling. Now is the time to be patient. There will be changes week to week going forward. It's not like this 10-year run that we've had that we're coming off of, where it was essentially a steady climb, steady climb, and then we get into mid to late 2020 through June of 2022, and it's just a rapid hyper climb. Uh, skyrocketing. There's a lot of speculators that were jumping into the market during that time. It's very different right now. Uh, I will tell you, looking back from 2013 to 2016, when I was buying single family properties, I couldn't go fast enough. It was go, go, go. If a home hit my criteria, bam, I deployed funds. I spent a lot of time during, uh, I spent a lot of energy during those times uh, not only buying assets, but trying to get more money to buy more assets, loans, refinances, sales of existing, buying more homes. If you have any questions or comments regarding today's show, or you just want to reach out and learn more about real estate investing, I'm here to help. My email address is askmike at luinc.com, askmike at luinc.com. And I do appreciate email from our listeners more than you know. If you're just now tuning in, there are four ways to consume the Lifestyles Unlimited radio network content. YouTube, we've got our own YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, type in Lifestyles Unlimited. Ton of content there. Naturally, you can go to the website, lifestylesunlimited.com. Click on the radio button. Literally decades of shows there. Little uh, professional hint, I will tell you this. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, there's a little search bar. You can type in whatever subject it is you're looking for, single-family properties, multifamily properties, passive investing, taxes, IRA, self-directed IRA, any of that stuff, and you can find a ton of content there, and that search bar is at the bottom 
right if you go to the website, scroll all the way down, or you can type in maybe one of the host names. You can type in my name, Dale Walmsley, Andy Webb, Al Gordon, if you want to catch their shows there as well. Podcast app, that's my favorite, maybe the most convenient on your smartphone. Subscribe to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. will upload automatically. And then you can always live stream it on your favorite radio station. Go to the internet, find your radio station's website, and click listen now if you know the show's on during a certain time. Today I'm talking about some adjustments, maybe some strategies, things to pay attention to as a real estate investor during tough economic times, during a recession like we're in. Number one, really, just be patient, pay attention, do your homework, and then check the math twice, maybe check it three times. And it hasn't been like that. It's been a nice 10-year run where it was go, 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 go. When I was buying single-family houses, it was go, go, go. From 2018 through May of 2022, I switched gears and began funding multifamily opportunities. Uh, actually, I just did one more, so I'm not stopping. I'm not saying stop. I just did one more last month, and, and I'll discuss more on that as we go through the show. But even then, it was go, go, go. Matthew McConaughey, it was all green lights all the way. So what changed? Well, right now, I'm seeing pregnant yellow lights. And if you don't know what a pregnant yellow light is, let's say you're driving 60, 65 miles an hour, you come over a hill and you look up ahead and maybe a few hundred yards away is a yellow light. It's your first time seeing it. You don't know how long that light's been yellow. It may have just turned yellow and you got a chance to make it through, or it may have been yellow for a full two seconds. That is a pregnant yellow light at any moment it is going to be a red light. I'm seeing those right now. Any investment that you're making right now, any moves you're making as a real estate investor during these times needs to be calculated. It needs to work in today's environment. It needs to be stress test for what we may see three months, six months down the road. We don't have a crystal ball, but let's protect ourselves. Don't buy today on what worked yesterday. For example, home prices are coming down. Indeed, insurance and taxes are going up. Interest rates are up. You may not be able to push rents the way we have the last several years. I'm not saying if you buy a dilapidated home that you can't get market rent. You can get market rent provided you go in and do best product, best price, and fix everything. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you buy a property and you're thinking, oh, I can push rents three, four hundred dollars, maybe you can, maybe you can't. Do your homework. Where is this home situated? Is it in a good economic market? There may be layoffs on the horizon. We don't know what's around the corner. And I will tell you something else to pay attention to. Um, not just the, this election, but every election, the party in power will keep bad news. They will suppress bad news from the general public, they don't want to get out prior to the election. So here we are. We've gone through the election cycle. What do we What do we don't know? We don't know what we don't know, right? That's one of my favorite sayings. What bad news is going to drop here in the next few weeks, three weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks? What's going to come out that was essentially suppressed prior to the election? So be very careful. Be very calculated. Don't get caught into fear of missing out. I'll give you real fear of missing out. Let's say you jump into a property today and we get around the corner and you realize you could have purchased a similar single family property, maybe a better opportunity 
uh, in just a few months and with the ability that maybe it needs less rehab. Maybe you could have negotiated the price down a bit more. Uh, maybe it was a newer home. So don't jump. There's going to be opportunities. Um, same thing for multifamily investments. Again, I'm not saying don't continue to invest. I am continuing to invest. But what makes sense right now is if you have a finite amount of funds to invest and you know you can maybe get into one or maybe two more multifamily opportunities in the next three to six months, you don't want to blow all your powder now and then something great comes along in March. So just be calculated. Uh, understand during these times that there are going to be opportunities. Um, the old baseball saying, right? Wait for your pitch. Don't get, don't get uh, too antsy. And that's a hard thing to do. I'm having to tell myself that, okay? I, I, for 10 years, I've been go, 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 and now I'm kind of, hey, there's a pregnant light. Maybe let's kind of keep our, our uh, a foot over that brake pedal in case we need to tap it a bit. All right, strategy number two. Those of you that are members of Lifestyles Unlimited know this rule, and you know it well, but not everyone listening to me is a Lifestyles Unlimited member. What is this strategy? Must cash flow. This is dire. It is one of our three rules that we teach here, that we pay attention to, that we follow. And, and what I'm saying is, if you're buying an asset and you plug in today's metrics and plug in the higher interest rate, plug in the higher insurance rates, plug in the higher taxes, plug in the principal, you need that component on the other side over the top. And that is the additional cash flow. It's not an investment if it doesn't have that. Anything less than that is speculation. If you're buying and just saying, oh, I've got this house at 30% off and I know it's going to be worth X down the road, so I'm not worried about cash flow. I'm just going to fund it the whole time. We don't know what's around the corner. What if you get a crazy resident in there and you've got to put more rehab or Again, you don't know what you don't know. So that cash flow component protects us. It takes care of us during the good times, and it takes care of us during the bad times. Again, we preach this here at Lifestyles Unlimited. It is one of our primary metrics. But those of you that are not members, you'll learn that. Uh, that must cash flow is so, so important to purchasing an asset. Don't be afraid to walk. In fact, do your homework, and maybe they're asking a certain price, and I'll just pick one. Maybe they want $250,000 for this property. And you do your math, you do your homework, and you're kind of, you're like, look, I'm a buyer at 220. The math works for me. I know what the rent's going to be. Uh, I'm not a buyer at 250. Don't be afraid to mention that. And don't be afraid to walk. And don't be surprised if seven days from now, 10 days from now, your phone rings and they say, hey, our previous opportunity fell through, and we would love for you to purchase this asset at your price of 220. Then again, you have another opportunity to evaluate. There will be opportunity. Keep that cash flow in mind. My name's Mike Harrison. We'll be right back. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Stop waiting. Stop sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. 
People go, well, I don't know. It's gonna crash. It's gonna be better next year. It's, I've gotta listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me all the time. You know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? <laughs> I go, and you're not rich yet? <laughs> well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. <laughs> Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop. Lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, where as always, we're working on your financial freedom. I'm Mike Harrison. I want to thank you for joining me today. If you have any questions for me about Lifestyles Unlimited, about how to get started as a real estate investor, please reach out. My email address is askmike at luinc.com, askmike at luinc.com. I would also like to invite you to our free workshop. If you go to free workshop live stream, Dot com. You can see what we do, how we do it, how we make money five ways on a single family investment and six ways on a multifamily investment. That's free workshop livestream.com. It's not a video. It is interactive. So you'll need to schedule a time to attend that. There's several different options out there. So today I'm talking about some strategies that you should pay attention to, or just essentially some notes as a real estate investor to uh, understand as we invest through these tough economic times. It hasn't been like this for the last 10 years. It's been uh, a steady rise, a steady climb, followed by a hyper climb the last essentially two years, year and a half, really, uh, I guess midway through 2020 through about June of, of 2022. But now we need to make some adjustments. Uh, number one, be patient. Number two, make sure that property cash flows at today's metrics. Don't buy it on what worked yesterday and don't buy it on what you think happens tomorrow. That is speculation. And if you have to walk from the deal, walk from the deal. But make sure that you're buying that property at numbers that work and that that property does have a cash flow component to it. That's acceptable to you. I'm not saying uh, a $200,000 house that sheds an extra $50 a month after everything is paid is, is a good idea because that's not a good idea, unless maybe there's a huge equity capture. Every deal's different. Um, they're like fingerprints, right? They're all unique, but just do your homework and double check your homework. Number three, fixed interest rate loans, okay? with Have a fixed interest rate loan. Yeah, you may be fixing at 7.1. I understand. Fix it and make sure it's still cash flows. Do not get sucked in by an adjustable rate mortgage, right? We all hope that rates will be different in two years, 18 months. We all hope that they'll change or that they'll come down. We may think they will come down. We can get on the internet and probably find 400 articles that will feed the dopamine in our brain and tell us that interest rates will come down. We don't know that. We don't know what's around the corner. Get a fixed interest rate loan. Now, if you're doing hard money strategy, yes, and then get out of the hard money and into a stable 
year loan with a fixed interest rate, predictable, so that you can predict your cash flow, so that you can predict what you pay the bank, all right? Arms are on the rise again. People are getting sucked in to this. Uh, it's a gamble during these recessions. Maybe it works for you. Maybe it doesn't. I just, I don't have the ability to predict the future. There was a few people that, that called what we're going through now, that these rapid interest rate hikes that we're going through, and still a lot of people did not believe it was going to happen. Well, guess what? It's happening, okay? Um, what do I think about interest rates? I will tell you this. If they begin to come down, we may never see 2 or 3% again, at least not for decades, okay? And uh, again, it's going to require some unique economic challenges. I think banks, bankers, the Fed, uh, people would like to get into historical rates, which would be 5 6%, maybe 7 Someone may even make an argument that seven's historical. Um, I think that's where they'd like to be. All these bills in Congress, there are still trillions that have yet to drop that have already been approved and that those trillions are going to be spent and dropped over the next two to three years what is that going to do to inflation is it going to stop it it will continue to it's gasoline on a fire and so the feds only recourse is to continue to raise interest rates it's economics 101 we have two choices we can continue raising interest rates or we can accept massive inflation for the next three to four years, okay? Get that fixed interest rate. It is so important, and I'm talking single-family properties or multifamily properties. Have stable financing so that you can understand the metrics, so that you have that predictable, uh, essentially monthly predictable, hey, here's, here's what it costs me, here's what I'm paying out, here's my cash flow, okay? Keep that in mind. That was strategy number three. Number four, don't sell your properties if you don't have to, okay? Don't sell if you don't have to, or sell on your terms only, okay? I am selling a home right now. I am in the process. I have a closing date in the near future. If it doesn't close, I will just rent that property again, but I'd really like to free those funds. It makes sense for me right now, but if you're out there and you're on some rental properties and you don't need to sell and they're stable and you have a resident in that property this is how we survive these tough economic times we don't have to sell rents due on the first the property still cash flows you have stable financing in there so that's not changing you can ride out these times again there's going to be better days tomorrow when is that i don't know but don't sell if you don't have to or sell on your terms only okay don't get desperate when you start getting desperate uh, then maybe you're making some concessions that you don't want to make um, you're giving up some things you're maybe giving up your leverage um, but ride this out ride this out again if you've got that stable financing right that was one of the important strategies that I discussed uh, you've got that cash flow that's one of those important strategies that I discussed you're being patient that was Strategy number one that I discussed, don't sell if you don't have to, or if you want to sell, sell on your terms only, okay? Sell on your terms only. You don't have to sell if you don't want to. Again, you've got the resident in there. It's a good property. It's going to continue to be a good property tomorrow. Now, 
speaking of our resident, strategy number five. And you should be doing this anyway, but it is doubly crucial during these times. Take care of your resident. Take care of your asset. That's a very general thought right there. There's a lot to unpack in this, but where am I going? Uh, I'm talking about uh, resident retention during these slow economic times. We don't want the turnover, all right? We don't want the turnover. We want stable, steady Eddie. Let's ride out the storm. Let's continue on moving forward, moving forward. So as long as we can keep our resident happy, and we do that by superior service, uh, by taking care of that asset, if there's some maintenance that needs to be done, be sure you do that. Now, if you've listened to this show long enough, not only myself, but Dell and, and other hosts will tell you, it's during tough economic times that demand for good, clean, functional rental property increases. It actually increases during a recession. Am I saying uh, that if you're not taking care of your resident and you're not taking care of your asset, you can easily get another resident in there? Maybe you can, maybe you can't, but why take a chance? Let's just, you've done the work, you've done the screening, you've got a great resident in there. Let's keep that resident in there. Let's renew that lease. Let's find out what we need to do to move forward, to continue it like to take a minute and invite you to our Wealth and Passive Income Expo and Masters Tour. That's February 15th through February 18th, 2023, right here in Irving, Texas. It's going to be at the Toyota Music Factory in the Irving Convention Center. Fantastic venue. A lot of fun. There will be real estate investors from all over the country there. We have breakout classes, networking sessions, just an incredible, incredible venue that we have and just uh, the fact that you'll get to see people meet people i'll be there del walmsley will be there uh, learn a lot about what we do you can focus on single family investing you can focus on the multifamily or the passive investing side of it uh, there's something for everybody so i didn't like like to invite you to come down if you're from outside of texas i can't promise what the weather is like it might be 70 degrees it might be 30 uh, this is Texas, though. Just wait a few hours and it'll change. You can purchase your passes at wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Today, I'm talking about some adjustments or strategies you need to pay attention to as a real estate investor during these tough economic times, during a recession. Now, we continue to invest during the good times and the bad times. We make money on both sides. That's one of the beauties of real estate. It's not a timing the market sort of thing at all. It is just a steady eddy continuation, but we do need to pay attention to some certain items as we go into a tough economic period like we're in now. And number one was be patient. Don't make any hasty moves. Number two, must cash flow. That property needs to cash flow, especially during these times. So, so important. It's not an investment if it doesn't cash flow. Number three, be sure that you're financing that you're getting on that property is stable. You need a fixed interest rate loan. What am I saying? You might be getting a 7% loan. I get it. We were at 3% yesterday. We're at 7% today. Put it in there. Understand it. If times get good, then you can refinance out. If it's cash flowing at 7, it's really going to cash flow at, at 5 or 4. Uh, not saying we'll get there. Uh, again, I am not going to predict the future. 
I'm just saying be stable, protect yourself, get that fixed interest rate loan. Next, don't sell your property. If you don't have to sell your property, don't sell it. This is not the ideal time to sell your property. Write it out. You've got a resident in there. You've got fixed financing. You are cash flowing. Take care of that resident and write it out. And, and that was the next item on there. Take care of both your resident and your asset. Now is not the time to be kicking deferred maintenance down the road. You want that resident to stay in that property. You want that resident to be happy in that property. And you don't want your asset dilapidating. If you need to fix the roof, fix the roof. It's not going to get cheaper tomorrow. It's going to get more expensive. Prices are going up. Costs are going up. Now, speaking of that, those of you with apartment communities, uh, understand that uh, if it gets worse, there might be some layoffs. And what does that mean? Um, upgraded these premium makeovers in these apartment communities. You used to be able to do a, uh, uh, you've got a premium makeover, or maybe an ultra premium uh, make ready in these apartments, and you can get more rent for those properties. You might still be able to in the right market, but just understand that there is increased economic pressure on those residents, right? Everything is up, gas, groceries, consumer goods. Uh, what's not up? Wages are not up. So a greater part of their check is going to their everyday consumable items. And if we're trying to push rents, maybe we can, maybe we can't. Um, keep that in mind, though. And, and just because you did the increased makeover in the past, it was getting a premium. Maybe it's not now. Uh, think about rent increases. Maybe you were planning on going up a hundred dollars, and again, this increased pressure on the consumer, this increased pressure on the resident. You might only be able to get fifty out of the deal. Uh, I I would tell you this: if I've got a great resident that's been with me for some period of time, and we are at market rent, uh, and that resident starts pushing back on the increase. Again, it depends on the situation. Every situation is unique. I may make some adjustments. I may consider some adjustments for the good, great, steady, eddy paying residents, okay? Not for uh, the one that's always late. No, we're not making any adjustments there. We're going to get a good person in this property if we have to. I'd love if you stay. Uh, I like having the unit filled, but um, we're going we're gonna to look at our good residents, and we're going to consider things for them a little different than maybe our um, poor performing residents. Why don't we just put it like that? Speaking of that, rental payment plans. We had to do some of this during COVID. Bad times may cause more instances of late rent. Evaluate those circumstances independently. Like I said, is this a long-term reliable resident or a short-term resident with a history of issues? You're going to address those separately. Payment plans, you may have to consider those. Um, do you waive late fees? I don't know. It's, again, every situation is unique. But what I want you to, to understand is bad things happen to good people, okay? Um, bad economic times, there's layoffs. People uh, may have to change a job. Um, again, they're getting huge pressure on their consumable goods, their groceries, their gas, just their everyday, day-to-day -day living. So look at each one by a case-to-case -case basis because, again, we want to take care of that resident, take care of that asset, and we want to cruise through these tough times. We want to get out on the other side. And if you take care of a good resident, go out of your way to help a good resident, they're going to remember that. 
They really are. They're going to remember that. They're going to tell their friends. They're going to tell their family. Uh, you may get more good residents as a result. So um, do the right thing. Take care of your property. Take care of your resident. Take care of your asset. Now, what's the next strategy? Again, Lifestyles Unlimited members know this by heart. Best product, best price. That is the standard we teach here at Lifestyles Unlimited. If you're not a member, uh, what does that mean? Uh, it means we have the best product in the best neighborhoods at the best price. So we take care of that asset based on, on where it is. It doesn't mean Class A product, okay? Real estate is local, so it's the best product in that neighborhood. I'll, I'll give you a great example. Let's just take a a three two two house, uh, six windows in the house. This is my property. I put in vinyl windows. Did I need to do that? No. The other windows were nice and, and functioning, but this uh, was in a little nicer area of town, and it made a big difference. Best product, best price. Um, in this particular property, did I do stainless steel appliances? No, I didn't necessarily need to do that. I did the vinyl windows. It adds uh, an element of comfort to the house. It adds an element of energy savings to the house. It modernizes it. It makes it look a lot better. It performs a lot better. So their AC is running less or their heat's running less. The rooms are more comfortable. So I did the vinyl windows. It was only six windows in the house. It made a big difference. Um, Tile in the bathrooms, yes. Kitchen, yes. Utility, yes. Uh, I took a tub in the master bedroom and built that into a tiled walk-in shower. Um, I did do the new appliances, but I didn't do the stainless. I did vinyl plank flooring in the living room and dining room. Uh, the garage, when I bought this property, was just one of those standard get out and, and open it. It didn't have a garage door opener. I installed a garage door opener. They're cheap. They're a couple of hundred dollars, okay? They're not hard to put in. I landscaped the property, ceiling fans in all the bedrooms and in the main areas, new carpet in the bedrooms, painted it inside and out, changed the fixtures, changed the hinges. We went from the old bronzy, brassy to a, a brush stainless. Uh, and then my signature move on my properties, uh, I always do a brick uh, mailbox. I love those, right? Take out the old dilapidated mailbox. It's always kind of bent or leaning or what have you, and, and I put in the the brick mailbox. Um, keep in mind that best product, best price is really, it's insurance during the recession. So the price, if rents in the neighborhood are sixteen I'll ask sixteen twenty five. Do I have issues getting a renter? Absolutely not. So best product, best price protects us during these times. And my last strategy, buy real estate on your terms right? We weren't always able to negotiate in the past. Now we're able to negotiate a little more. Um, you make money on the purchase. That is no secret. We always teach to buy assets that are not in the best condition, that have uh, a little bit of deferred maintenance, that need a little love so that we get that equity capture. But now the market has shifted. There's not as many buyers the frenzy of buyers is gone. We're not getting what we were having just 12 months ago. Multiple offers, over asking. That was the seller's market. Now we're in the buyer's market, okay? Now we're in the buyer's market. Now you can buy on your terms. Now you can negotiate price. 
Now you can offer what may be considered a low ball. And don't be afraid to walk because there's not that many buyers out there. Now you can negotiate returns. With the right opportunity, you might even be able to ask for points. You might even have the seller pay for title. If there's no survey, you can, you can ask that the seller pay for the survey. The terms are in your favor as a buyer, okay? They're in your favor as a buyer. But bottom line, if the deal makes sense and you're using the metrics that you plugged in today and it cash flows and you have fixed interest on it, don't lose the deal, okay? Don't lose the deal. It's really an art, but keep that in mind. I hope these strategies help you out, but I always want you to remember it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. I'm Mike Harrison. I'll see you next week. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.